Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chiego Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies, one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute is another way to say that. Today we're talking about Kiki's Delivery Service, Minute 42, which starts with an empty art studio, I guess you could call it. Yeah. And it ends with Kiki looking from behind a ladder. So we're looking at this... Yeah, we we start on the same shot that we ended on mm-hmm. yesterday, and then we get a close up of the acrylic paints. What did you? What would you? What? What would you call that case? Like a brush case, or what would you? I would art supply case. Yeah. Is that a word? I mean, I I would assume this was like a box to keep all of her paints organized, all of her paint tubes and brushes, maybe. Yeah. And she must, whoever this is, must be using them all the time to the yeah. point where, like, what's the point of organizing it? And she has, I think that's supposed to be paint thinner. Yeah, some turpentine or something. Yeah. Yeah. Clean. You got to clean those brushes. You got to. At first I thought that was a tape, like a weird tapered bucket, but then I realized it was, no, well, hold on a second. Then I thought, oh, it's upside down, but now I'm looking at it again. Oh, wait, hold on a second. And the way the handle works, there's no way that that's an upside-down bucket. No, this looks like it's, it's a, got a it's cap. A, it, yeah, it's a cap. It's a tapered. So what is the story here? I've never uh, seen a bucket with a cap like that. I've never seen a bucket shaped like this with a cap like that. I wonder, is that where her she puts her paint water? No, oh, maybe. She just like put her just, brushes in when she's not using them. Yeah. Let them let them soak. Yeah. And clean. Maybe. Yeah. Could Maybe. be. It's kinda of like like a measuring mark, like gradations on the side. Yeah. As well. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Then we get the next shot. We see there's the windowsill. There it is. But that... it doesn't look that wide no. in the earlier shot. It's clearly the same window. Yeah. But there's yeah, the earlier shot, it does not look that wide. No. I mean, it's wide enough now. Yeah. So you, do you think the rolls uh, leaning against the bed, do you think those are paper or canvas? Um, hmm, maybe, I would assume it's canvas. Yeah. Just because she has, like, paper in her sketch True. Book. Yeah. She's got some frames there. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Yeah, and there's no music throughout this. Um, I have a note here, but I don't see... What? What are you looking for? Oh, yeah. So when we look at the... Here's a, a cool little detail. When we look at Kiki, uh, we look back at Kiki, like we're looking at the windowsill, and she recognizes the doll, mm-hmm. right? On the uh, bottom right, there's a bowl and then the glass sitting next to the bowl, and you can see like how the bowl is oh. like refracted. yeah. Through the glass, which is a cool little detail. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And they are the uh, we hear a voice saying, "I can't come uh-huh. down right now." At least what that's what the subtitles say. I can't remove my hand. I can't remove my I hand. I can't take right my now. hand away. Yeah, that's it's, a good. That's, I like that expression. Yeah, I can't that's, take my hand away. It's pretty. Yeah, I like it too. It's very like. I'm really busy right now, and I can't, I can't greet you. Yeah. <laughs> Kiki, uh, 
she points her broom down as she's climbing the ladder. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I need to appear less threatening. Yeah, I guess. She sees one of those crows. One of those crows that starts calling at her. Not like clawing at her. I mean like verbally calling. Calling, yeah. The sounds from these birds are so, I don't know, I don't, not odd, but they're so jarring. Which sounds exactly the just like, vocalizations. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I guess I don't know what to expect a crow to sound like. But I don't know. It almost sounds like it's coming from a distance. Yeah. Instead of like from out of the out mouth of, of that thing right in front of you. <laughs> yeah, like they went to a zoo or something and went to the bird exhibit. and Recorded it there. And yeah. That's what it sounds a little bit. A little echoey away. or something. Yeah. Yeah, and we see this person. We see this person, yeah. She uh, seems thin. She's, yeah. She doesn't, she seems like uh, thin in that way that like a lot of like uh, hippie vegetarians are thin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I know know what you mean. And they're not getting a lot of fat. So they don't, they very low body fat. She has that like, I don't know, 70s summer girl look. I don't know. I don't know if I would put that in 70s, but like retro (laughs) or something. Yeah. Yeah, but she's definitely... I mean, compare like her her face is a lot more like angular versus when you see... Kiki. You know, cutting from Kiki to her, yeah. And Kiki says a little... Ch- little chubby cheeks. I mean, she's got, yeah. Kiki still has like some baby fat or... Yeah. But she's a growing girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she speaks. Yep. And this... I had a little bit of trouble figuring out who voiced her because I didn't know the name of this character because it Do never we know? nobody ever calls it her never by name. comes up her name is ursula whoa is that like it's in the wiki is that a call out to to little ursula? mermaid like, oh, to what to what <laughs> oh, sorry that's Ur- how i know the name ursula i don't know about you ursula Legin, the author who they made another movie of one oh. of her books tales from earthsea I don't know. I mean, she's a, she's a, a, you know, I would, she's a science fiction author. Yeah. She's a, I guess you could say she's a feminist author. Mm. One of her books, The Left Hand with Darkness, was about this planet of, uh, of genderless people. Mm-hmm. And like, there's kind of like the interaction, like when all these humans land on this planet and like interact with them. And Mess like, it all up. <laughs> Uh, no, but it's just like they're the genderless people. Like they only have a gender like when they like go into like this mating season or whatever. And then they like express like either male or female for a short time. And so they're kind of like in heat, right? Mm. And then these humans show up and they're like, wow, you guys are like in heat all the time. I can't <laughs> even deal with you. Like, and it's just like their examination of human genders okay. yeah from like a neutral perspective hmm. so it's a good book yeah i'd highly recommend reading it and she's also you know she's lives in portland which is a big hippie hippie fits mecca the bill. yeah <laughs> so <I'm just> <laughs> ursula fits yeah this character she was not happy with the movie they made by the way oh no i wouldn't be either <laughs> yeah i'm sorry yeah. it's it lovely artwork it's beautiful yeah 
it's yeah. mm, yeah. not yeah. a lot of people's favorites. Yeah. Nor is it remembered by many or yeah. recommended by many. Yeah. Anyway, Ursula. So her name is Ursula. Yeah. She's voiced by... Do you... Well, hold on a second. Whoa, whoa, Before we get there, I want to ask you another question. Okay. Is this a character in the book that you remember? I I never really fully read Kiki's Livery Service. Um, I don't think she's in the book. Not a lot of information on the... Uh, on the characters in the book. The Ghibli wiki. Um, I know there was a live-action version of this story i guess it was more faithful to the book right i or somehow something uh maybe but um did she appear in that no okay not that i remember because i remember watching it on a plane okay because there's nothing else like, Where's to watch and it was very very different okay yeah but i don't believe she's in the book Okay, so Ursula, formerly known as just the woman, according as to just the woman, as just like artist girl. <laughs> yeah, she's voiced by uh, Minami Takayama. Minami Takayama, and she is pretty big. She's pretty big in the anime scene. She was in Lama One Half as Nabiki Tendo. So you have a lot of Lama one half voice actors in this project. Um, she also voices the main character for Detective Conan. She is. She's big. Detective Conan. Yeah. Yeah, she's Conan Edogawa. Conan Edogawa? Yeah. Looking through her IMDb. No. Uh, Okay, so there was a loop in the third versus Conan movie. Why haven't I not? You haven't have seen, it? seen it. Have you seen it? I've seen it. I was literally okay. Where did you see it? I watched it on a, a website. Okay, it's not okay. It's Say no more. Okay, but I you were I was sitting like in the same room as you while I was watching it. Okay, it's, what is that? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's. Uh, You're saying I should be monitoring your online no, activities more do closely. That. No, That's what I'm hearing. No, I just thought that I was because I remember making like kind of a big deal about it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Anyway, she voiced. There's like a couple though. Hold on a second. Yeah. There's a couple of those movies. Yeah. There's a couple. <laughs> you've seen you've seen them all. No, I've only seen one. There's a couple like mangas. Okay. For it yeah, too. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but she she plays Pit in Kid Icarus. She voices Pit in Super Smash Bros. She voiced John's mother in Attack on Titan for um that one episode. <laughs> and she um was in she voiced Sachiko Fujinuma in Erased. Yeah. The anime the, the series. Anime. Yeah. And she voices Child Emperor in One Punch Man, which is a very funny show highly recommend and she's also in little witch academia as professor nelson she's also in doraemon as suno's mom yeah that was looks like maybe her one of her bigger roles first too. role yeah 1979 Ooh. and it looks like she is also um, so she had like a few roles in 1989 yeah 
I mean, she had 1979 and then nothing until 87. Her roles start to pick up. And she's working pretty regularly from 89 on. Project Echo, Demon Hunter, Rama One Half. Yeah. When did she land the Conan gig? Um, 97. Starting 97 with Detective Conan, the time-bombed skyscraper. So she was in the Lupin before she was in Conan. Lupin the Third, Dead or Alive. She was Orienda. Yeah. Whatever that is. Oh, she was in Whisper in the Heart. Yeah. As Kosaka-sensei. Did you say that already? Today? No, I didn't. No, didn't. I saw a clip of it, but I couldn't find it. Like the credit among all of the numerous credits she has yeah. in IMDb. She uh, voices Pai Chan in the Virtual Fighter series, video games, four and five at least. She voices Nina Williams and Young Kazuya in Tekken, the motion picture. Yeah. She's also in Berserk, 1998, as Young Griffith. But yeah, I mean. She's done a lot. Once you land that Conan gig, I mean, once she's you, pretty set. Yeah. I gotta say. Once you land a gig where you voice the main character that a lot of kids look up to. I mean, that series is just That series huge. is huge. It's You can't escape it. No. I mean, you're in Japan, you turn on the TV. You got an ad for it. There's a good chance yeah. it's on. Like some, yeah. <laughs> some episode of it is on at that point. Yeah, and I've like... It's, like, been recommended to me numerous times by, like, teachers and, like, it's really good. Okay. Like, okay. A lot of my friends were into it, like, the smarter ones, and I was like, well, I'm not as smart as <laughs> Smarter ones. <laughs> they just, they had, like, it's, you know, in elementary school, you've got, like, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they look, oh, there's a smart kid yeah. who's not being picked on or something. No, I just remember... I remember Like, what, in the movie. Oh. They look at the movie and, like, oh, look. Smart kid. No, no. I know that, like, the, at least the kids in class who weren't half, who were full Japanese. Yeah. They, that was their... That was their jam. That was their jam. Yeah, right on. <laughs> yeah, so we, we get a chance to see her... Uh, any, any more credits that you want to uh, dive in? There's a lot of more there's credits. There's a lot. I mean, she's so, in okay. Dot .hack. Yeah. Um, I, think I played one of those video games on the PS2 for a bit. A lot of other... Voice actors and Kiki's Leave Service were on Dot Hack, I believe. She was in D. Greyman as Anita. I know that that one's pretty popular. Okay. We see her draw. We see her sketching one of the quotes. She's pretty good. Mm-hmm. She's pretty good. She's trained. She's a good artist. Yeah. I don't know if that, that doesn't entail, like, you don't have to be trained to be good. I'm just <laughs> like saying. <laughs> something about how she's doing it indicates training. Do Indicate. You? It's just like. There's, it helps if you know certain techniques. What techniques is she it's, demonstrating here? I don't. She's got like the circle. She's she like started off with shape. geometric, yes, yeah, base then, geometric shapes that she's, and then moving to more details. Yeah, she's not. It's not like totally freehand. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I learned that from uh, How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way by Stan Lee and John Bashima. Which is actually like I've seen other artists reference as actually this is a really good yeah guide to how to draw. Yeah. And when I took like an art class in eighth grade or something, we had to draw portraits of ourselves. I hated that so much. <laughs> but it was like my teacher was like, You need to start with shapes yeah. before you even try anything else. Yeah, that's all I had. You got anything else? Yeah, I mean she's like one of my favorite characters. I love her. 
I didn't know her name, but now I do. Ursula. Ursula. She's pretty good. She's pretty yeah. great. You should check out. So have you read any Ursula again? No. No, you should check it out. I have watched Tales of Earthsea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was like a sci-fi channel mm-hmm. version of Tales of So uh, Tales of Earthsea, I read those when I was a kid, like probably in middle school or something. Mm. They're really good. I haven't read them in, in a long time. And then I've read some of her other stuff. The, the other, there's probably, she was not happy with the sci-fi channel version either. Yeah. Because, like, she made a point to, like, in the books, it's mentioned that the protagonist has brown skin. That's not what happened in the sci-fi channel version, as you can imagine. Ooh, uh, that's... Yeah. E- but, yeah, but she has one, there was one... A movie like a tv movie that mm-hmm. was made of one of her books was she okay with that one that she was like enjoyed oh she like hung around the set and oh, i nice. read like she wrote something about like just like the she enjoyed the, the, the whole dance like all the the process the process and all the all the cooperation that's needed uh the left hand no that's not it was the i'm gonna have to look it did, up did you not just say this the left yeah, that's darkness? why I'm, that's why I stopped myself because that's not what it is. Oh, it's not okay. Uh, the lathe of heaven. Oh. Uh, 1980, and I actually saw this movie on public television when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It kind of had a major effect on me. But yeah. in that movie, there's this guy who has he has particular kind of dreams, and when he wakes up, that's the world. The world has been remade to reflect what his dream was. And he goes to this, uh, he doesn't like this. Uh, so he goes to this doctor and the doctor tries to direct his dreams to create the world that the doctor thinks the world should be. It's really, it's actually really well done. I have it on DVD, so well. check it out. But it's really good. There, it looks like there was another version in 2002. I haven't seen that one. Anyway, yeah. All right, so we'll see more of this character, I think, tomorrow, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, you're on Ghibli, Ghibli Minute.